Welcome to our Green Bay 100 all-time team vote where you get to be the GM of the Green Bay Packers' greatest roster ever. The best players in 100 years of Packers football. I'm Jay Sorgi. You can make your votes at WTMJ.com slash Green Bay 100. This week, we're looking at running backs voting until Wednesday. Had a couple of fun conversations with debate and discussion about who belongs on the all-time Packers roster at a very stacked position in Packers history. 25 candidates, including three Pro Football Hall of Famers, on the list. We talked with Wisconsin's Afternoon News host John Mercure, and later on, you'll hear voice of the Packers Wayne Larrabee give his thoughts. But first, we'll talk with John, who had a very strong opinion on who he would put in as the starter at running back. For me, Jay, and there are a lot of choices, you can make a lot of arguments, it comes down to who did the most as an individual and was on the most successful Packer franchises of all Mm -hmm. time. So I got to go with the golden boy, Paul Hornick. Yes. Four NFL titles, a Super Bowl. 1960, just let me toss this little anecdote out. So 1960, mm-hmm. he scores over 170 points, the most in NFL history until LT Ladanian Tomlinson comes along. So he scores all those points, and he passed for two TDs that weren't included in that 170-plus points. And Jay, then the very next year, 1961, the height of his career, mm-hmm. the Golden Boy is drafted into the U.S. Army, doesn't even practice during the week, gets a pass on Sundays to play, isn't in great shape, that's Paul Horning, the golden boy. I love the story about Paul Horning, by the way, about how supposedly President Kennedy yes. got intervened uh, exactly on behalf of Vince Lombardi to get yep. Horning to play in the National Football League Championship game of 1961. That's right. I'm going to give you a little devil's advocate, though. Right. Horning, yes, fantastic running back, but he was also a kicker. He, he was. scored probably about half of those points, 176 in 1960, off his foot, not just on his legs and as a running back. Maybe he's the greatest (laughs) kicker and running back. Now, the beauty of this is you get to pick one. We're going to eventually go and take, like, the top two or three. Odds are Paul Horning's probably going to make this roster. But who's the best? I'm going to go a little bit of devil's advocate, especially when you consider that that Lombardi-era line. Mm -hmm. You've got three Hall of Famers now. Jerry Kramer in the Hall now, finally. So three Hall of Famers on that offensive line. One or two guys that you could argue – May even deserve it. Guys like Bob Skaronsky and Fuzzy Thurston. Amon Green didn't have Hall of Famers on Batman. his mind. You're going with Batman? I'm going to go with Batman, particularly because of the numbers. As a pure runner, the most effective in Packers history. Yes, he was a fumbler early on. He improved his fumbling as things went, went, went along. But during that middle Brett Favre era, mm-hmm. he was putting up ridiculous numbers. More than 100 yards a game during the 2003 season. I don't believe any other Packers running back has ever done that. So I would argue that among the, the list of 20-some candidates, Amon Green is my guy. But there are so many others. Great individual numbers, you're yeah. right. All right, but Paul Horning, first yeah. guy ever, the only guy ever to uh, be the first guy drafted into the NFL after winning the Heisman, yeah. the only guy also to then win the MVP and be inducted into the NFL and College Hall of Fame. The only guy, not just on the Packers, Jay, but the only guy that makes him the greatest running back ever. This, to me, is how his versatility, though, goes against the argument because this is strictly for running back. He's going to make the roster, certainly in some fashion, but would he be the starter? Let's take some comments from uh, our our readers here. Peter suggesting Jim Taylor. The Uh, the fullback uh, discussion 
is going to be coming later this year. If he doesn't make it, I would be in he absolute shock. He has to be shock. a fullback, yeah. Absolutely. Some guys who were not listed on our final uh, ballot, if you will. And we had some very specific criteria, yeah. objective criteria, for people to make it. Uh, guys like Sam Congato had a great 2005. Come on. I know. Who said that? I know. A guy named Thomas. Thomas. Sam Congato, the greatest ever. And we're having a few people. He had a great name. Fun. Yes. Some guys having fun, like uh, Antonio suggesting Paul Ott Carruth, Jeffrey with Brent <laughs> Fullwood, and wow. Fontenot. We're having some Those fun. Those are fun ones. names. Exactly. Those are great. Exactly. Uh, wow. We love the obscure guys, but there were five pieces of criteria with which we came up with uh, the list. One, got to be a member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame yep. or a member of the Packers Hall of Fame. Okay. Or you were a first-team uh, first All-Pro or Pro Bowler or you're in the top five in a major Packers career or single-season statistical category. Yeah. So that made That's the criteria. Yeah. That made sure that everyone who would have a chance to be the greatest or who would have a chance to make the final 53-man roster, which we will unveil in December, anyone who would have that opportunity would get in there. That means that there's going to be some guys who are like, who's Bob Monnett? Yeah. Who's Andy Urim? These were guys from the 1930s. The names that you and I are discussing, though, we're missing two Hall of Famers among our best, partially because, and Nick, our erstwhile uh, videographer and photojournalist extraordinaire, brought up, we didn't see these guys play. There's very little film of Johnny Blood McNally and Tony Canadeo for us to judge. Canadeo, rush yeah. for a thou- the first to rush yeah. for 1,000 yards in a Packers year. First in Packer history. Let's talk about Nick, the producer. So <laughs> he, he believes... That you can't vote for a guy who's the greatest ever unless you saw him play in person. Man. That's insanity. Man. That's almost as insane as, who's the guy who said Sam Congato? i got to put my glasses on. <laughs> Sam Congato, Tom. Oh, Tom's also texting in that Britney Spears is the greatest singer ever. <laughs> nice. Oh, well done. And, and they never heard the all-time greats in person. Well, that's why there's things called YouTube and computers <laughs> and television and film. Yes. We can make yes. judgments yes. based on... Those things. We can make the judgments based on the numbers and being fair between the numbers. And by the way, when you go and vote for the Green Bay 100 all-time team at the running back position this week and throughout the entire season, we give you the resume of every player and their numbers and their accomplishments so you can fairly compare and contrast. Yeah, good way to compare. Now, at the same time, there's also a lot of anecdotal things that maybe you wouldn't understand, like Johnny Blood McNally. I had a great discussion about this with... a. Uh, Got in Tom Andrews, long-time journalist. That's different than yep. Sam Congato, Tom, right? Right, okay. exactly. Um, Johnny Blood McNally was like the originator of the kind of, an, of a running back that you think of with Marshall Falk. Mm-hmm. He tore up pass receiving out of the backfield mm-hmm. back in the day when the Green Bay Packers were one of the first teams to truly throw the football. That's why he became a Hall of Fame player, because he was part of uh, numerous championship teams in the 1920s and 30s, and they tore up the league comparatively. Now, they threw the football maybe 15, 20 times a game. Now we throw it 40. But back then, 15 to 20 times a game was space age. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, a couple stati- more stats yeah. I want to throw at you. So, Paul Horning, the only guy in NFL history to have two games of 30-plus points. The only guy in NFL history to have three games of 25-plus points. I know some of those games came as a kicker. But think about that. His split focus. He, he had to worry about the kicking game. He quarterbacked a little bit. And he still carried the load out of the backfield and was an all-pro at that running back position 
while carrying the load of those other positions. Which, I, again, he's going to make this roster, and he should Unless make you've roster. rigged this, <laughs> no, he no. has to make the roster. I, I'll tell you what, we can even look Who live. else is what, Who else is coming Let's in here? See, what are we, they saying? We, we've got Amon Green um, from Dave being suggested. Paul Horning suggested by Scott. Um, Aaron Rodgers, of all things, uh, by a different guy named Aaron he can run the football. <laughs> he can. He's not That's a running back, no. nor does Packers Nation want him to yeah. be a running back. So, But we can even go live right now and track how things are going with this vote. And I have a feeling you are probably going to be in the lead with your pick, um, Mr. John Mercure. Paul Horning. Paul How's Paul Horning doing? He is. Go to the uh, scoreboard. Scoreboard. Roll, please, as we go live. All right. I will even. since Now, did you already vote? No, I didn't. Okay. But I'm going to. Go to WTMJ.com slash Green Bay 100 and make your vote. And yes, Paul Horning is in, is the, in lead. the lead. But we have an entire almost week before this vote ends. The ballot box closes at 11.59 on Wednesday night before we go to our next position, which is the cornerback position. That's going to be a fun debate. That's going to be fun. That's going to be a good debate. Herb Adderley versus Charles Woodson? Yeah, that's going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this just in, by the way. Uh, Tom, who voted for Sam Congato, is uh, Facebooking us saying that Will Ferrell <laughs> is the best actor of all time. I, Tom's consistent. He may be a, uh, a candidate for one of the funniest of the last generation. He ain't making the all-time yeah. roster. I place. love that you're doing this. This is a lot of fun, this and I love that people can be a part of this. That's the cool part about and it. And it's absolutely okay to chime in on this Facebook Live with the most obscure running back you ever saw, yeah. because those are some yeah. good names. That's good names. Fun. Good to think about. That's fun. We're going to be doing this all year long. A different position group every Thursday. We will finally unveil the final 53-man roster just before Christmas in Week 16 and then after in Week 17. All three units, offense, defense, and special teams, as we celebrate the 100th season. 100 years of Green Bay Packers football. Go Golden Boy. You, the golden boy. Go, I'm hungry. Gold, green. Beautiful <laughs> thematics here. For John Mercure, I'm Jay Sword. Well, voice of the Packers, Wayne Larrabee. We have got ourselves a very long list of running backs for this first unveiling of the Green Bay Packers all-time roster candidates. The first position that we're looking at. Probably going to see three, maybe four running backs make the roster at this position. Four, if we're lucky. And there's a chance we may have a Hall of Fame player who might not make it in the end. Well, you look at the Pro Football Hall of Famers on this list. Tony Canadeo, Paul Horning, Curly Lambeau, uh, Johnny Blood McNally. So now go from there. Those guys are, you know, again, Curly for the most part because of his contribution as a coach and all. But he was also an excellent running back in his day. Um, you know, Paul Horning was one of the most versatile players in the history of this franchise. He could kick it. He could catch it. He could run it. Um, he was the golden boy out of Notre Dame and really gave the Lombardi Packers a certain pizzazz. Uh, Amon Green, folks, believe it or not, is the all-time leading rusher in Green Bay Packers history. Um, and then you've got, uh, you know, you look at some of the other guys who are more short-term. Eddie Lee Ivory, Jay would have been a great running back had he not been for one knee injury after another in the early 80s he would have been tremendous elijah pitts was a staple running back of the lombardi packers but you have to understand with horning and his numbers and people are going to look at it and say well he doesn't have the rushing numbers no but understand then back in that era the fullback was getting as many carries as the tailback okay or the halfback in those areas uh, that that era they played half uh, fullback and halfback so um you know 
Horning, his contribution is seen on a much bigger scale uh, as a kicker, as a uh, running back, as a receiver out of the backfield. He was more of a point producer than he was a, a, right. a, a gain yardage type he, of guy. He was the guy, you know, and they didn't call it the red zone at that time, but yeah. he was the guy they went to in the red zone. Nose for the goal line, as they used to say. Johnny Blood McNally, if you look at his overall resume, the numbers, and also taking some of the stories from the time, he was very similar to a Paul Horning in that he was also one of the leaders in receiving for those Curly Lambo era Packers when Arnie Herber and Red Dunn were, were throwing the football to him at the time. So he was that versatile type of back. Also, Vern Llewellyn, if you go back to the early Lambo Triple Championship years, played that role in the 20s and in the 30s. And you look at guys like an Edgar Bennett at Dorsey Levens, who were that versatile Donnie Anderson. We talk about that as well. He's a candidate on that list. To me, the fun vote is going to be who the quote-unquote starter would be. Do you pick the all-time leading rusher for the Green Bay Packers, or to me, do you pick Paul Horning? That is a fun debate. Does Amon Green make this list? When you look at the names on this list, I mean, you know, Horning, and and if you're thinking nostalgically, Canadeo and uh, Johnny Blood McNally, and and you've got some other guys in here who are uh, worth considering. There's no doubt about that. Uh, You know, uh, I think Amon Green certainly makes it. He deserves it. But there are a lot of candidates on this list that uh, deserve to be on that final team. A juicy debate for sure, and that's the debate you, the fans, are going to enter into when you vote for the Green Bay Packers. 53-man all-time roster as part of Green Bay 100. Head to WTMJ.com slash Green Bay 100. Check out all the resumes. Give it a chance to sort of sink in who you think belongs on this all-time roster and then make your pick for the best running backs in Packers history. He was also one of the leaders in receiving for those Curly Lambo era Packers when Arnie Herber and Red Dunn were, were throwing the football to him at the time. So he was that versatile type of back. Also, Vern Llewellyn, if you go back to the early Lambo Triple Championship years, played that role in the 20s and in the 30s. And you look at guys like an Edgar Bennett at Dorsey Levens, who were that versatile Donnie Anderson. We talk about that as well. He's a candidate on that list. To me, the fun vote is going to be who the quote-unquote starter would be. Do you pick the all-time leading rusher for the Green Bay Packers? Or to me, do you pick Paul Horning? That is a fun debate. Does Amon Green make this list? When you look at the names on this list, I mean, you know, Horning, and, and if you're thinking nostalgically, Canadeo and uh, Johnny Blood McNally, and, and you've got some other guys in here who are uh, worth considering. There's no doubt about that. Uh, you know, uh, I think Amon Green certainly makes it. He deserves it. But there are a lot of candidates on this list that uh, deserve to be on that final team. A juicy debate for sure, and that's the debate you, the fans, are going to enter into when you vote for the Green Bay Packers. 53-man all-time roster as part of Green Bay 100. Head to WTMJ.com slash Green Bay 100. Check out all the resumes. Give it a chance to sort of sink in who you think belongs on this all-time roster and then make your pick for the best running backs in Packers history.